This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today on Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com. This is Sean Daly, your host. And today I have with me Steve Glenn, who is the CEO and founder of Living Homes. Steve, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. You bet. Well, I first heard about Living Homes uh, from Wired Magazine uh, that I subscribe to, and uh, they have a, a section called The Wired Home or Wired Living Home. And I, I think that that was a project that was co-presented or co-developed between both Living Homes and, and Wired Magazine. And uh, what I got from it was just, it was, it's a really cool house, and there's a website on there, which is uh, wired.com slash promo slash Wired Living Home, for those who are listening in today and want to check it out. But it, it talks about, I, I have heard of this topic of, or this idea of modular homes before. I used to know some people that built modular homes uh, back in my, in, in my old uh, consulting days, and uh, pretty, pretty kind of a cool idea, kind of a you know a, an easily assembled house as opposed to something you build you know from the ground up uh, using raw materials, uh, sort of like a prefab or, or modular idea. But this really gets into beyond going beyond that. It seems in terms of you know using that same concept, which has been around for some time, but really making it a very very sustainably built home and, and, a, and a green home at the same time. Can you tell us uh, you know how you got started with this and what what really what living homes is all about? Well, uh, let's see. I guess probably should begin with um, the beginning, which is when I first got interested in architecture, which was as a kid. I, I was just fascinated with um, modern buildings in particular and had books on Frank Lloyd Wright and Legos. And by the time I got to college, I was already involved in technology, which is in fact where I spent my career. But I did do a design program one summer, and I learned there that I had neither the talent nor temperament to be an architect, but I learned about developers, and one guy in particular, uh, Jim Rouse, who really became my first professional role model. What he helped me to appreciate is that if one cares about the quality of the built environment, developers are far more important than architects because they're the ones who really uh, set the agenda. And I concluded, therefore, that, that the world could use more responsible developers like Jim Rouse, and I said, someday that's what I would do. I'd become a developer. So... Um, it took me a couple of years of doing architecture before I finally, I'm sorry, a couple of decades of doing technology before I finally felt like the time was right. And when I started thinking about real estate, my thesis for a business came very quickly. I said I think there are a big chunk of people who, like me, care deeply about design and who also care about the health and sustainability of the products they buy, but who currently can't buy homes that reflect those values. So I said I'm going to start a company to to build for them. So that's what we're doing. Okay. And and so what are the what is the 
target price range, and I, I obviously I, I realize that you know, except taking away the land value because that's going to vary widely, particularly if you're in places like California where it's off off the charts. But in terms of the the home itself, the structure, what is the range of cost? Well, currently our Ray Cappy line is about 300 a square foot installed, so it's in Los Angeles, so it's not an inexpensive home, um, but. Uh, although for Los Angeles, that's actually kind of moderate price. It sure. does include foundation. But for most other places in the country, that's expensive. And we we will introduce homes that are, are significantly less expensive on a per-square-foot basis. Okay. So it's sort of starting in that price range, and then hopefully it will be able to reach a wider range of price points down lower lower thresholds yep. to appeal to a broader market. Yep. So t- tell us, just stepping back for a second, to modular homes. What is the deal with modular homes? How do they differ from a conventional home? Uh, well, they're 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 built in a factory and, and they're assembled very quickly. And um, generally, they can be done, therefore, in much less time and for uh, reduced cost. And there's much less construction waste. Um, uh, site-built construction is enormously wasteful from a resource standpoint, maybe... 30, 40% of your materials can end up in landfill. Uh, in, a, in a factory environment, you do shop drawings for, for all your materials. And um, uh, you also, because it's a central facility, can store materials and reuse them. So maybe only 2% of your materials end up uh, going to landfill. Okay. So waste reduction during the construction cycle. Is, is a big feature. Right. Now, I know the question some people come up with, well, what are my choices? I don't want my house to look like everybody else's who, who has the same thing. Are there are there a lot of options? Uh, yeah. I mean, we have lots of options in terms of materials and finishes and fixtures. We're very, very focused on uh, our environmental agenda, which is among the most comprehensive of any production home builder that we know of. So we use the LEED system leadership in environmental and energy design. It's, it's really the leading national green building certification program. Mm-hmm. And our first home was the first home ever to achieve LEED Platinum, which is their highest level of certification. Um, so we are doing things at a pretty high level, pretty comprehensive level from a perspective of the things we do to make our homes more energy resource uh, water and uh, air efficient. Yeah, well, that's definitely impressive. We, we've talked quite a bit about LEED on this program. It comes up quite a bit. We have a very strong building, green building and green home contingent to the content on the site and the experts that we talk to. So I, I've, I'm familiar with LEED Platinum. I know it's not easy to get. <laughs> so that is impressive. Um, so that's good. So you, are you guys currently still remain the only company that's really producing it? No, I think there are two or three other LEED Platinum homes now. Okay. But certainly something that's at the top of its game in terms of a sustainable home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we as a company will only do at least silver certified or above. Okay. Um, That's just a policy we have. So that implies certain materials and fixtures that we will and won't use. Would you consider a lead silver certified? I mean, obviously, we're not mapping in this conversation back to what that really means, and I'm sure that it's a, a set of very complex data. Actually, I think I've seen it before. Um, but is that still, I mean, what a reasonable person would consider a fairly green home and, and economically, con, uh, or I should say ecologically uh, conservative home? Oh, no, no. That's got a lot of stuff to, to get that level 
Oh, no, no. You might have misunderstood my question. I mean, is that still a fairly green home is my question? Yeah. It, it, even yeah, at the no, silver levels, you don't need home. to be platinum to be a green home, I guess Absolutely. is what I'm trying I mean, to say. You're, you're, I forget the stats, although we have it on our website somewhere, but yeah, at a silver level, you're significantly more energy, water, and um, resource efficient, efficient compared to a standard home, and you have much less air pollution. Now, you can't ever make completely definitive statements because LEED is a point-based system, so um, you, may have, you may be doing less in water efficiency and more in other categories. But in general, I think that's a statement one can make. Right, right. Now, and, and just to give us sort of a lay of the land, I mean, you know, what percentage of homes out there are even any LEED certification, whether it's silver, gold, or platinum? Oh, it's into the point zero zero stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Well, so so this is still so anything anything that's lead. This is what we want to look for. And you you raised a good point about the fact that you know it is a point system, so it doesn't ensure that it, you could theoretically have a lead home that was not efficient in certain ways and is in others. So. Yeah, but the point is, first of all, uh, almost every category has mandatory points. Number one. Number okay. two. Um, again, as you get it silver or above, you're just you're having to do not insignificant things in, in every category to make the math work. Okay. Good to know. So, you know, into some of the specifics with the homes, can you give us kind of almost like a, you know, virtual uh, walkthrough, a verbal walkthrough of some of the features? And we could even just talk about the wired living home, uh, which I assume for you guys is just a kind of typical model home uh, using your... One can take a tour online at livinghomes.net under primer or intro and then tour. Um, there's an audio-visual tour of the, of the whole house, every room, and you can click on different things and find out about materials. We, we, we sort of believe in open source. We freely share everything that's in that so that um, people who, who uh, maybe either don't have the money to get one of our homes or, or have a home but are looking to do some renovation will show you what, what everything is that we use. I see you have, um, the lead, you have the lead points right here, too. As yeah, well. exactly. So we have six goals for every home that we do. We try to make it zero energy, zero water. Uh, so, so I'll go through and by zero energy, we mean we, we ideally produce what we use. Zero water, we'd ideally reclaim what we need for irrigation. Uh, zero uh, emissions, we don't want to have off-gassing in the home that, that's harmful. Mm-hmm. Air quality. So it has to do with the health aspects, not right. just the energy efficiency. Right. right. Um, zero carbon, zero waste. Try to reduce waste, at source locally um, as much as possible uh, within 500 miles, and uh, use recycled and or recyclable materials. Uh, and then zero ignorance. We want people to kind of understand best how to live in our home. So that's kind of an overview of the strategy now that's it is interesting you said I'm sorry to mean to cut you off I was going to say it's interesting you said zero ignorance because a lot of that has to do kind of somewhat dependent on the end user right, right. and then with the clay you're working with there and how do you guys accomplish that is that through you get training with your home or you I mean yeah, you know, so you're lucky to get a manual these days with your house you know so right so that. we have to, we we have a, a course that new owners go through 
we've got uh, a manual that talks about their equipment and how to make sure things are working as efficiently as possible. Um, we have, um, as an option, a uh, home resource monitoring system we developed with a company called Lucid that shows you uh, when you, how much power you're consuming on an on a hourly, daily, monthly, uh, yearly basis. Um, it's sort of like the information display in the Prius that shows you your real-time mile per gallon. Mm-hmm. And if you're producing, it shows you how much you're doing there. So, for example, if you have photovoltaics, and then it shows you the delta. So you kind of understand any system with feedback tends to improve. So this, this is a, a good way to give people the feedback they, they need to understand how the decisions they make regarding energy, or you can add a water module or others. Uh, how that impacts your your resource usage. Very cool. So it's a, it's a heads up display for your house. Yeah. So, well, we call it the the building dashboard here. Uh-huh. Now, is that located in? A, I mean, that, in, in your homes, that's like is it like a central console in the house somewhere that you have a computer uh, it's, screen? It's on a computer. Keep... It's on a computer. Okay. So okay, so it's just basically an application that runs and monitors the house and the usage and so forth. Right. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that as a technology guy. So, because that's one of the things, I and mean, we have full of photovoltaic solar on our house, and you know we have to go outside to read the meter, and we don't really get to map that back to other things, and it's it's kind of hard to cross reference all the data to arrive at you know really to be honest when we get that when we get the bill or the, or the, the you know the true up at the end of the year is kind of when we know it would be nice to have a little bit more real time access uh, right. to that. So, the, the, the gauges and, and dials people out there are really going to dig that. Any other features of the home that you'd like to share? Um, well, I, you know, pick a category. I mean, for energy efficiency, we have very high uh, R-factor insulation. R-factor is a measure of insulation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, by the way, the, the wall material is uh, denim, 100% denim. denim. The roof is blown in cellulose. Uh, very high-performance fleet wood, double-pane, low-E glass windows. Uh, we use polycarbonate, and it has twice the thermal properties of double-pane glass. Uh, we use all LED lights. They're permlight. Uh, they're super uh, energy-efficient, tenth of the power of incandescent. So they're two, three times more efficient than compact fluorescent lights. Wow. Um, that, I mean, that's really cutting edge. I mean, we're just starting to really hear in the mainstream even hear about those lights, and, right. and you guys are using them. Uh, we use um, super resource-efficient Bosch appliances. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Bosch was a recent guest on our show, as a matter of fact. Right. They are by far the most uh, efficient. Um, so that's just that's just for energy. We, we It's a radiant heating system, and the water is preheated, so it's more efficient that way. We, we uh, are preheated with solar tubes, I should say. We have photovoltaics, so we create probably 70% of our power from the photovoltaics. Okay. So, yeah, there's a lot there. And then you mentioned water reclamation, so I'm assuming you do gray water reclamation for irrigation. Uh, Yeah, first of all, on the demand side, some of these things like power, you want to reduce the demand. So we have all drought-tolerant native landscape. That means we we don't have to water as much. You don't need as much, right. Uh, We have uh, super low-flow fixtures on all the water fixtures. We have a gray water system, so we reclaim bath, shower, dishwasher, washing machine. We've got a cistern, 3,500-gallon cistern. It stores up to the first five feet of stormwater runoff. And uh, we've got a special device, very cool, that tracks humidity 
uh, and if it's going to rain, then it, it, it doesn't allow irrigation to take place. Okay. I'm curious. I'm looking at a picture of the home, and it's it's great. I, I'm a big fan of you know daylighting, as most people are, having a lot of light in the environment, and I think it has a big psychological impact on people, whether they realize it or not. But one of the the old conundrums that exists is glasses. You know, thermally inefficient to have a lot of glass. So I'm just I'm just curious how you guys were able to reconcile that. Is it just that the homes are so inherently efficient that that's not an issue? Are you well, all, all the other things that, we, that that I mentioned earlier, the LED lights, the high insulation in the roof, most heat and cooling losses in your roof, not in your your walls, but um, but also moderate climate. I mean, we could not get away with doing the things we do, you know, outside of a moderate climate like Southern California. Okay, um, we'd have to have more more wall insulation. Okay, so the designs that you currently have are, are meant for areas like L.A. or perhaps in this area, Northern California? Uh, no. no. Um, it's steel frame, so that takes the load. So it, the same design does, doesn't have to have that amount of glass. Okay. And so how many, how many different designs? I know that you started with this with, you know, high-end, as you say, world-class architects and designers that built these homes or designed these homes. And how many different designs do you have, and how many different homes are actually out there right now that are built and people are living in? There are four standard homes that Ray Cappy has designed and one from David Hertz. Uh, We haven't announced anyone else. Um, We've only completed one home. Uh, The next home that's in production is is, that we've announced is the Wired uh, home, and we've got a bunch of others that that are in various stages of, of, of development. Well, it sounds very cutting edge. It's very cool stuff. I assume you'll be chronicling each of the homes, or especially the initial ones, on the livinghomes.net website as they go? Yeah, um, some of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, picture- not everyone. Sure. Well, the picture's worth a thousand words, as they say. Yeah. So, yeah, for anyone listening in today, certainly uh, log on to the Living Homes site, take a look. Um, very impressive designs, and, and you say somewhere in the neighborhood of right now $300 per square foot in terms of build cost. Installed in Los Angeles. Installed in Los Angeles. Right. Okay. And if for anybody that was interested in getting a living home, what's the process? They would contact you guys. Are you even at that point yet? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, no, we've sold a bunch of homes, and we're in production. And, yeah, I mean, you, so you can go to the website. You can configure your own homes, uh, you know, at livinghomes.net, click on homes and pick an architect. Right now, the only ones you can configure, Ray Cathy, pick a model you like, and you literally can go through like a car and pick finishes and fixtures and um, see the budget and see the lead points associated with it. You can save that. You can share it with your friends. You can get a complete uh, production budget. So, yeah. Great. Okay, well, thank you for being on the show with us today. My guest today has been Steve Glenn, who is the CEO and founder of Living Homes. Steve, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, as always, to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.